Welcome to the Business Mentor Podcast. This podcast is where we share and discuss the experiences, ideas, and happenings in the world of business, featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction in your journey. Introducing your host, award-winning entrepreneur and Prince's Trust business mentor, Jay Dillon. Welcome back to Business Mentor Podcast. And this week's podcast is going to be about opportunities, ideas, what should I do? I've got so, oh, the amount of conversations I have and questions and, you know, on oh, just, just general networking. I've got this opportunity, I've got this idea, I've got this idea. So I'm going to try and break it down of when is an opportunity good to run with? Now, we've all about the shiny penny. We know we jump from one idea to another because as humans, we look at the direction where we think we can get growth from and that's normally an idea or there's an advert that's been pushed in front of you or a bit of content or anything like that. The amount of times, you know, I get asked about, I've got this idea and I break it down. So I thought I'd do a podcast on this. When is an opportunity worth running with, right? When is an idea worth going with? So I'm going to break it down. I've got some tips here that I'm going to share with you, roughly about eight tips of what I think you should do to challenge your idea or opportunity if it's worth going. So I want you to do this. I want you to listen to it. So if you have an idea opportunity, come back to this episode, listen to it, see if it meets all the steps, then run with it. And if you don't pass the test, stress test, shall we call it, then I wouldn't run with the opportunity. I'd stick to what you know. Now, before we go into this, what I want to also get the message across is, before you jump on a new idea or opportunity, what I want you to look at what you've got currently and see if you can grow that and scale it. Now, I'll give you an example. So when we were growing our agency, and I like giving my own example, is when we were building the agency, we had one site. And I was looking at loads of things. I looked at transport companies. I worked in catering companies. I mean, buying them and running them. And what I realized was my exit strategy was to sell a business. I really wanted to grow a business, sell a business. I'm sure you've heard my story. If you haven't, go back to podcasts. It's a detailed stuff on my own story. And it's only when I sat with my mentor and he said, look, what do you want to do, Jay? What's your ambition? And I always wanted to grow multi-location. And I always wanted to grow it and sell it. So for me, what I was doing was I wasn't looking what I already had which is very successful I was looking at other ideas to grow me and make me even first successful so when we looked at that plan we looked at right we need to grow this agency we need multi-location and that's when we went out to different locations around the UK which allowed me to sell so I want to just get this out to you before you look at a new opportunity have a look at what you've got can you re-energize that can you build it to multi-location? Can you franchise it? I looked at that as well. So look at your opportunity. And then once you've exhausted all that, then jump on. Because what we tend to do is we neglect the things that are doing well to look at the new idea. Because our brain, our energy is all about growth, growth, growth. But we can also grow something which you've also put. And by the way, you're always an expert in that. So look, I want to get that out of the way first. So the first thing is, have a look at what you're doing. Can you grow that? Are you going to something else because you're, you're tired of what you're doing? But you could re-energize that energy and growing something you know already because getting a new business off the ground is always challenging so why would you not want to go with something that's always already moving forward yeah it's already got the motion by growing that you've got the track record so we would have to do that with our agency so you need to look at that cool now you've exhausted that let's look at the opportunity side so first thing is does the opportunity excite you are you excited by it now this is the easy part you know you you will be excited 
You know, the excitement comes of a new idea, this excitement of growing it. So I don't doubt that every idea you're looking at opportunity will have some form of excitement because it's new, it's fresh, it's it, it's something you've talked about, you've kind of got this vision in your mind. Um, so I want to know, are you excited? If you're not excited at that point, I would reverse and go and look at something else. So you must be excited. So you don't want to be doing something which, someone, which you think is a good idea because somebody else has done it, but you're not excited by it. Does that make sense? Because if you're not excited about the start, then you're never not going to be excited about down the line when you start getting problems and stuff. So you need to have that excitement, in my opinion, by the way. These are all my opinions. I'm sure you've got your intake, but this is what I want to give. Number two, does it solve a problem or make a service better? So, for example, if it doesn't solve a problem, then what are you doing? So you don't want to do something unless it solves a particular problem. And I have a look at, you can brainstorm, there are lots of podcasts on this, but you need to look at doing solve problems. So for example, is it going to make the life better for other people, right? Is it an app or is it a, a, a service you're going to provide? Is it something that you're going to get and you're going to make people's lives better? But it's got to solve a problem. So have a look at what problem does it actually solve? Um, for example, let's look at uh, Amazon. Great example, what did it solve? It solved Getting people had an issue of going out, so obviously things are getting delivered. People looked at speed, so it solved that speed. And you can create problems, you can look at problems in any kind of industry. So if you look at anything you do, I'm gonna, I get the example of Domino's Pizza, right? So just this is just to get through to you what I mean by problem solving. So you look at Domino's Pizza. So you might say, okay, well, what do you mean, Jay? So let's look at Domino's, right? So what problems could you identify with Domino's? Okay, well, when the pizza comes, it's not hot, right? It could be cold. It could be uh, a time frame thing. So again, I've just identified maybe we can get something which can make it warmer, keep it warmer. So these are the little things that you need to look at. Like, for example, recruitingboss.com, which is a, uh, an online company I built, was basically people didn't want to pay the high fees of recruitment agencies. So what do we do? We looked at how's, how they can advertise and get the CVs in, but then take that pain of recruiting, what recruiters charge for, and do it themselves, and they're playing a flat fixed fee, and they could then now recruit themselves without having to pay the big fees, but obviously they've got to be part of the recruitment service if that makes sense. So that is another thing which I looked at the problem from a solution. So the problem was someone asking me, Jake, can I reduce my fees in recruitment? So we looked at a model. So what you want to do, you need to make sure that you solve a problem or you make the service better. Right, number three, do your market research. Again, this gets skipped out so many times, people get excited, they get so overwhelmed with the idea or they've got a problem, but then you're doing your market research, the SWOT analysis, the detail, looking at competitors, looking at price points, looking at if it's profitable. And you need to do that in order to create, which is number four, is there a demand? Is there a demand for this product or service? Now, you might say, Jay, well, you know, I've spoken to 20 people and they love it. They, they, would, they, they, they love this. They love this idea. So that's great. And that is great before you actually do anything. But then the next step, which goes on to five, you need to build a, a minimal viable product. So it's called MVP, which is basically something like the concept idea. You don't have to go out and build this thing, this service. But you need to build something which looks like what it's going to look like, but enough so that you can then go to step five, get some orders. Yep. So step four is building that minimum viable product. Step five is get some orders. So this is over and above just the 12 people you've spoken to. Now they may buy it. They may like it. 
but you need to get the orders in to get that real demand. Because unless people are buying your actual service, you are going to get unstuck. So you need to make sure you do that. Make sure that you get the orders in. That's number six you need to get, and I'll recap this at the end. Number six, you need to get the orders in. You need to get someone to committed on that. How that makes sense, right? And in certain industries, you might not be able to get the order in, but get the commitment. You know, get the get something signed and sealed. So you know they're going to buy. Because a lot of times people tell you it's a great idea. But when it comes to to buying the thing, oh, we're not too sure about that, Jay. Yeah, yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? So people will give you that false sense of this is a great idea, right? So number seven, can the business be scaled? So pass your initial orders. So you've got the ideas, you've got the orders. Can this be scaled? Is an opportunity to scale? Is there a big enough market? Now, I'll probably go back to your market research, which is point three on here. But what I would do is make sure that you can scale the business because there's no point doing the business unless you can scale it. Because what you'll find is after initial hard work and effort, you can't do it any further. So there might seven tips to look at opportunities and ideas and see if it meets that stress test. And these are basic, by the way, you can go to so much detailed. But I think if you look at these points and say, well, I've got an idea, does it meet these? And have I done this? Then run with it. Trust me, the pain of doing this is much better than the pain of running with something, spending tens of thousands of pounds, your inheritance, your redundancy money, and then going through the pain of doing six, seven, and the lost time. I mean, forget the money time, but the lost time. I know people have built business for three years and they're not taking it to market. They're not gone for that order. And then at the end, they find out this isn't a viable product. People do not want to pay for this. And they fall in love with the excitement and the idea and the opportunity, but it's not a business. A business person will look at this. Now, you are a business person if you're going to business. So start looking at it like a business. This isn't a dream. Business is competitive. You know, I've worked in some of the most competitive industries in the the UK or even in the world, if you look at that, and they are very competitive. It's a dog-eat-dog-out world. You know, people are going to want to, you know, it's competitive. It's very competitive. So why wouldn't you do a stress test? Why would you want to keep on going for years uh, until you find out no one actually thinks your product is buyable? That makes sense. So... You know, I'm quite passionate about this because I don't want people to waste their money. You know, obviously, if you've worked for a company and you know it works, again, do the stress test. Because sometimes like people say, okay, Jay, um, I've worked for a company and now I've got the experience. I want to take it to another level. Now, I know a lot of successful entrepreneurs. I myself got experience before I took the plunge. I knew that. But running a business was completely different because I had all the responsibility. I couldn't just be a uh, sales guy. I had to be everything to start off with, then do that after. So there's, there's, there's truths and, and, and obviously pitfalls in that as well. And that's why I always encourage getting someone to be accountable, whether it's a mentor or a coach, someone who's been there and done it that can guide you on that step of growth. So important because it can save you lots of time and money. And if you haven't got a mentor or coach, you know, get, get, some, get, get your support network you know, get it wrong because it's not so easy transitioning from working for someone to running your own business. Trust me, speak to many business owners and they will tell you how so different it is. 
and uh, it's really important to us. So look, let me recap these steps for you so you can look back this. So number one, are you excited by the idea? Number two, does it solve a problem or make the service better? Number three, have you done your market research? Number four, is there a demand based on your market research? Number four, can you build a minimum viable product where it's a website or something very basic, it doesn't cost much money, go to fiverr.com, that can create the concept so people can look at that and buy the actual thing before you go to, to build. Um, number well, number six, can you get the orders? Not just your friends. So can you get more orders? Can, will people commit to buying? And number seven, can you scale the business using the marketing marketing sales? So using where your funnels, sales and marketing, can you scale this? Great. So if you do all that and, and avoid you know, spending tens, 20,000 or whatever you spend on creating this amazing product that you are excited about, but no one's really you know, really going to buy or no one's, you're not really tested it, then it will, you know, will save you a lot of money in the long run. So um, I hope you get some votes in the podcast. You know, look, at, there's so many opportunities and ideas coming everywhere. We're bombarded by adverts, by YouTube and all this kind of stuff, which which come on Facebook, which a lot of them to, to me personally are cringeworthy. And I think they're just selling the dream. And I don't like that. You know, I've always said, you know, business is a long-term commitment. You know, it's not a short-term success thing. So have a look at them adverts. Make sure you do your due diligence. Don't just, you know, look an advert and take it for gospel. Do your research. In fact, you probably want to go through these steps because a lot of sometimes when people are selling things, you know, there's a saturation market as well because you've got to think they're pumping out the adverts to many people. Um, so have a look at that. Be sensible. Get the right advice. Look, send me a DM if you need to. Ask the question. I'd rather you do that and spend lots of money and then stress test all this. Stress test it, then go. Trust me, your success rate will be a lot higher once you've done all this because, you know, you don't want to, like I said, spend years and years and years and years and find the opportunity wasn't really an opportunity. It was a bit of a smokescreen to a great thing. But really, if you the devil's in the detail. I know it sounds, you know, it's repetitive, people say it, but it is. So the details, doing your research, getting your product, doing your research, is your demand. Can you sell the product? And then your success will be a lot higher. Look, thank you for listening. I hope this podcast helps you guys. If you've got any questions around this, get me at j at j dylancom I'll be happy to answer the questions and uh, help you support your journey. And uh, yeah, let's hope this helps and stops you. And let, let, listen, listen, when you get a good, great idea, it'll be a great success. And you look back at the studio and think, you know what? I'm glad I did that. Good stuff. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you guys are well. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you. Bye-bye.